The book of Revelation has 22 chapters. It is an apocalyptic book of prophecy. It unveils Christ, his second coming, and his coming kingly rule upon the earth. It has come under some criticism as to who its author is, but four times John's name is given in the book, Revelation chapter 1 and verses 1, 4, and 9, and chapter 22 and verse 8. Chapter 20, verse 14, speaks of the second death. With the reality of the lost facing the second death, it should cause them to pray fervently for their salvation. For the next few weeks, Evangelist Oliver Areza will be preaching on the subject, the second death in real time. And now, part one. To put the church in the tribulation period is anti-biblical. You're not going to find it because it's not there. The church has been called out. And then, once that takes place, the event that we call the second coming of Christ, Revelation chapter 19 and verse number 11. Remember the first coming was when Jesus came as a baby in Bethlehem. Remember that? But the next time the world sees him, he's not a baby anymore. He's the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. And he's coming back the second time and he's going to feed the armies of the world and the armies of the Antichrist. Welcome back to this week's edition of Praying For You. We are glad to have you join us today. The broadcast features the preaching and teaching of evangelist Oliver Areza. At the end of this broadcast, I will give some important numbers to contact Oliver Areza. Now with your Bible open to Revelation chapter number 20. I'm going to ask you tonight to take your Bibles and look with me to the book of the Revelation, and we're going to look at the 20th chapter. I tell you, I have just tried to talk myself out of preaching this message tonight, and, uh, but I just can't do it. <clears throat> and uh, it's everything opposite of what this young lady sang to us. Those of us that are saved... That's what we're going to go. We're going to heaven. Amen. But we can never, ever, ever forget that there's a real hell. Yes, and uh, it's real, real serious. Yes, you know, as a Bible believer, as Bible believers, we are able to look at all of the things that are taking place all over the world. All of the, the uh, advances of technology, and we can literally see end-time prophecy. We're seeing things that are revealed to us that previous generations, they couldn't understand it. They couldn't see it. Yep. We can see it here. And it says a few things to us. The first thing it says to us that we're running out of time. And uh, we, don't have, we don't have any time to play around anymore. Right. And we're running out of time. And people's souls, they're precious. Amen. Revelation chapter 20. <clears throat> I want you to look with me to verse number 1 of Revelation chapter 20. And I'm going to read these verses to you tonight. And uh, I want you to think about them. They're such sobering, sobering verses to us. And the Bible says, verse number 1 of Revelation chapter 20. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read the entire chapter to you tonight but in Revelation chapter 20 verse 1 it says and I saw an angel come down from heaven 
having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Now that gives us an indication on where we are in this passage, what it's speaking of, of a a prophetical event, a thousand year reign, where Christ is going to reign on the earth, the devil is going to be bound in hell in the bottomless pit. That's what it's speaking of. So this is a future event. He says in verse number 3, And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and the judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. And which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. It's talking about uh, the Jewish people that are going to be saved during the tribulation period. They're not going to take the mark of the beast. That's the, that's the mark that uh, we already see precursors to that right now with the COVID passport. I mean, they really are. They're going to, it's going to someday upon this earth. Now, those of us who are born again, we're going to be raptured out before all of that takes place. But those that are not, they're going to experience that. And uh, they're not going to be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. It's It's all a matter of control. That's what the Great Reset is all about. That's what Charles Schwab is all about. That's what... Uh, George Soros is all about, that's what all these international bankers, all of this, it's all about control. It's all about the Great Reset. It's about uh, digit, digitizing money, so it's absolute control. We're, we're seeing that. If you don't see it, it's because you don't want to see it. We see these things. And uh, so this is all, this is what, this is Bible prophecy. It's telling us about these things. And then it says uh, in verse number five, but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection on such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle the number of whom is as the sands of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life 
And the dead were judged out of those things written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which are in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which are in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Look at verse 15 again. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Everything that we do is very important. All of the singing, all of the fellowship, all of the giving, it's all important. It's important because the Bible tells us about these things and we see this event in the scriptures that's known as the, the great white throne. I want to I try to preach a message tonight. This is a hard message to preach and I need you to pray for me tonight. But I've called it the second death in real time. The book that we're looking at here tonight, the book of the Revelation, is a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. In this great book, the divine program of redemption is, is brought to complete fruition. What man lost in a garden, God wins in a garden once again. With that in mind, I want you to think with me tonight in the mode of, uh, of, of a timeline, of understanding a timeline. We live our lives because we are, we living in this world where we are finite creatures. We have to live by time. We live our lives by minutes, seconds, and minutes, and hours, and days, and months, and years. We can't have it. We're human. But God, when you look at God, God doesn't live within the framework of time. God is eternal. He's always been. He always will be. He is completely, he, he, he is completely sustained within himself. There's nothing that God needs. He is self-sustaining. Now, we can't help but live our lives. I've used planners as long as I can remember. I've been in, in full-time work. For 40 years now. And I just live my life by planners. I, I mark it down. This is where I'm going to be. Or this is where I plan to be on these days. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow morning when I wake up. This is what, these are some calls that I have to make. We live our lives that way because we live within time frames. Now this timeline that I want to present to you tonight can be traced through the Bible to a moment in the future. When the timeline dissolves into the endlessness of eternity, it becomes a duration with no end. It's what we as mere humans could call the beginning of infinity. The timeline that we're looking at tonight that I'm speaking of began when the Lord God sacrificed an innocent animal while Adam and Eve watched. And the renowned event inaugurated the first stitch in the scarlet thread of redemption. And this scarlet thread can be traced through the sands of time. It has been pictured as a sacrificed animal, as an ark, as a tabernacle, 
as a, a, a tabernacle worship. It's given to us through the Bible, through types and stories of the Old Testament. The New Testament tells us that Jesus Christ was that offering that was offered once and for all. Remember, the Old Testament priests offered oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. I'm speaking of Hebrews chapter 10. But it says, but this man, speaking of the God-man, not, one, not 50% God and 50% man, but Jesus is the God-man. He was 100% God and 100% man. He was the God-man. Amen? And uh, the Bible says, but this man, speaking of Jesus, the God-man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down on the right hand of God. Amen? You see, all the Old Testament... It was that they stood daily offering oftentimes the same sacrifice. It never could take away sin. We don't understand the theology in all of that. We understand that the Old Testament prophets, that God gave them some understanding. And the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1 that they studied the scriptures diligently. And that the Spirit of Christ was leading them. Amen. But they didn't, it wasn't completely revealed we're living, we know the revelation. We know that Jesus Christ came. Amen. And they stood daily offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down. Amen. The once and for all offering that was needed. This will end today's broadcast. Eternity is a long time and God has provided salvation to you through Jesus Christ. For help in this area, reach out to Oliver on his personal text number, 304-782-0594. Once again, 304-782-0594. Remember, you can hear this radio program or past broadcast by going to any of the major podcast platforms and entering Praying For You. To follow Oliver on social media, use EOAreza for Twitter and Getter platforms. Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. Dear glorious Heavenly Father, we come to You, Lord, on behalf of the multitudes of the lost. We pray for those that are listening to this broadcast, that they would come to complete understanding of their need of salvation and call out to Christ. We pray for those that are sick and afflicted. We pray that You'd touch their bodies. Thank You, Father, for being so good to us. For we ask it all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.